Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. The new year has begun, and things are moving at a fast pace. Before the year gets away from us, it's always important that we do first things first, and that is offering ourselves up to the Lord and allowing God to look in our lives and use our lives for His glory. Well, this week, I will be bringing you a message on You Are the Light, and then Pastor Jackie is going to be bringing you some messages on standing in faith, how to stand in faith and be unmovable. Stay tuned after today's message, and we're going to let you know how you can become a part of the Light of the World Bible Institute that's going to begin next Sunday. Come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen up on you. I'll say that sometime. Arise, shine, for my light has come, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon me. I need to rise and shine, for my light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon me. Can you make a confession? You say, I'm going to arise and shine for my light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon me. When the enemy comes in and shoots you a fiery dart and tell you that you can't make it, that tell you that you got too much negative stuff going on around you, say, no, I will arise and shine for my light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon me. Then he goes on and says, see Darkness covers the earth and thick darkness over the people. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. When the glory of the Lord has risen upon you and the light is emanating from you, people are going to be drawn to you. Kings and kingdoms high and low will come to you because light draws those who are in darkness. You have been placed here in this culture, in this year, in this generation on purpose. If God would have wanted you to live in the good old days, you'd have lived and died a long time ago. But the good old days were not the good old days for the one who were in the good old days. You ever notice the good old days were days that are in the past? You're in the right place at the right time. God put you here. You can say, I don't know if I can reach this generation. Well, you are the generation. You've gone through some things. You've experienced some things that this generation needs. Your light is desperately needed. And Jesus said, your light should be like a city on a hill. It should be seen. He said two things about your light. I want to just focus on it and I'll, I'll close it out. When he said... A light is like a city on a hill, but neither shall it be under a bowl. King James uses, I believe, a bushel. And it should be placed on a stand so that others can see it. So the question is that if we are the light, why are lights not being seen more visible among God's people? I believe a lot of us still have a bowl over our light. For many of us, the reason our light can be seen is because the bowl is over it. I've been thinking about that. 
What is the bowl that may be covering your light? It could be fear. It could be insecurity. It could be the pain of your past. It could be your physical condition. But it's covering your light because all of your energy and everything and all of your thoughts are just about yourself and how you're going to make it. It could be your lifestyle. The way I'm living, I, I can't say anything to anybody because they'll call me out. It could be unforgiveness, bitterness, anger. Your bowl could be that you're too busy. I got things to do. I have my own agenda. I'm trying to get some things together. I'm trying to get some things together. I've been working on some things. And you've been getting things together for 20 years and they ain't together. It could be finance. I'm trying to get my little money together. I need to work harder to get my money so when I retire I have something. But the end result is it becomes a bowl that is over your life and you're, therefore you're not projecting anything so that others can see what God is doing in your life. So it's not that you don't have the light. You are the light. Yeah, you, you are the light. It's on. But nobody can see it because there's stuff going on. One of the enemy's strategy is if, if I can't stop you from going to heaven, I want to stop you from, from fulfilling God's plan for you here on the earth. So we don't have the joy of the Lord like we should have the joy of the Lord because we got all these anxieties and all of this. And, and you remember the, the, the parable of the sower when he had the different kinds of soil and there was one kind he said that he planted it and the, and the plant came up and, but the, the weeds came up alongside of it and began to choke it out. And when Jesus uh, began to explain what that was, he said those weeds are the cares of life, the deceitfulness of wicked, of riches. And the worries of life that choke out the word to make it unfruitful. So the enemy knows how to choke out what God wants to do in your life. He wants to stuff out the light so he put a cover over it. But I'm telling you today, today is the day that you just need to reach over there and say, I don't know what's fitting to happen. I'm using some English. I don't know what's fitting to happen. But I'm going to take this cover off today and see what God wants to do in my life. The cover is an excuse. Whatever your excuse is. Now, let me, let me just tell you, because one of the things that we, one of the perspectives that we have, you know, if I just let God use my life, I don't know what he's going to do. What he going to take me? He going to take me somewhere? I don't know why he's going to do. No, he's not going to do that. I'm going to talk about your lampstand. He said, you take, it, take the cover off and put it on lampstand. The lampstand is stable. So wherever you are, that's where that light needs to shine. That's where you start. He said, take the cover off and put it on a stand. Where are you right now? Every one of us have a position in the world in some place where we are. And he says, wherever you are, right there where you are, you put that light on that stand and you begin to give light to everybody in the area, wherever your stand is. 
Don't worry about you have to go to some foreign country or you got to do something what you might think is weird and all of that. Just let the light shine where you are. He said, let your light so shine. Let it shine. What do you mean? Take the cover off of it and put it on a stand. It'll do it work itself. So where is that place you're going to plant your light? There's no excuse for us not to. We go places. We are places. We have jobs. We have family. We're in school, we, we're young, we're old, we, we got all kind of relationships. There's none of us out on an island where we have no interaction with anybody. And if you are on an island where there's nobody there but you, be one of those searchlights that come on. So somebody don't run into the island and crash. They'll see the light, you'll guide them on in. Be the lighthouse. The light is already on. You are the light. Let us stop making excuses about why God won't use us. God said, I've been trying to use you ever since you got saved. I need you to snatch that cover off that light. Get that blanket off of there. Get that comforter off of that light. You've been comfortable under that comforter. Snatch it off and see what I'll do with your life. This is the day. This is the week. This is the year for you to shine bright. Jesus said, therefore, let your light shine. And men will see your good work. I was wondering what that good work is. A good work, all you have to do is read that um, Sermon on the Mount. The good work is that you're going to Show love when somebody try to hate you. Your good work is you're going to forgive people that despitefully use you. Your good work is you're not going to be worried about things you're going to trust God to provide. Your good work is you're going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and let him add all these things unto you. Your good work is you're going to have a pure heart. Your good work is that you're going to be uh, hunger and thirsting for righteousness, your good work. You look at all the things he said that you're going to do in, in that passage of the Sermon on the Mount. If you can do all that, you don't have to say anything to anybody. That light will be shining. I want to do two things. First of all, I want to pray for two groups of people. If you're here today and you've never connected with Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, I want to ask you to consider making a choice today that you are connected with the light of the world. Jesus said he came, but men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. But he came to give us light. He didn't come to mess us up. He came to bless us up. He came to shed his blood and sacrifice and pay the penalty for our sin. He came to pay the penalty. He's calling us. He has an assignment for us. There are people that you can reach that I can't reach. There are people you can reach. I can't reach them. There are people you can reach. And you, and you, and you. And Jesus said, you're the light of the world. Because he knew. He says, I'm, I'm getting out of here. I can't reach all these people from generation to generation. I got to give you that light. And you said, I don't feel like I have the light. Yeah, you, have, you got the sun. You got light. 
You ever looked out on a dark night and there was a full moon? And that full moon kind of lit up the place? Don't you know the moon has no light? The moon is just reflecting what comes off the sun. And that's the way we are. All we're doing is reflecting what comes off the sun of God. That's why he said, you keep walking in me, you can reflect the sun off of me. And you have that light. If you've never made a decision for Jesus Christ, whether you're watching online, I tell you, that is the best decision you ever made. He'll, he'll tug on your heart. There's two callings. There's an inward call. And that's God calling you. If, if the Spirit of God is not tugging on your heart, I can talk all day. You're not going to move. That's the inward call of God. The outward call is my invitation to you, saying, here's a good opportunity for you to come to Jesus Christ right now. He will take your life and use your life in ways that you will not regret. When you are the light of the world, you can be sure that the enemy is going to try to discourage you and keep you from fulfilling the promise and the purpose God have for your life. That's why Pastor Jackie encouraged you as well to be strong and to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord because your labor is not in vain. And she spoke to us about how to stand in faith, believing no matter what. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can listen to it on our podcast. Just go to The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin, and then you can listen to today's broadcast or any previous broadcast you've heard on this station. Now, I want to take a moment to invite those of you, especially in the Houston area, to join us as we begin our spring semester of the Light of the World Bible Institute. These are Christian growth classes to help us grow in the wisdom and knowledge of the things of God and help us to become productive in the Word. You can become a blessing and a benefit to your church right where you are. We have introductory courses on spiritual boot camp and finding your spiritual gift. We're also offering our advanced course, Spiritual Warfare, The Bible in 90 Days, and Biblical Problem Solving. If you would like more information, you can go to our website at lowcf.org or call us at 281-964-1393. There is no cost except your study material. Classes will begin Sunday, January 14th from 5 to 7 p.m. at the Light of the World on 16161 Old Umber Road. Now for the Light of the World. This is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.